weren't even recording for the uh... <laughs> no i know not even for the commercial there we probably have to do a second take on that the commercial for beeswax coffee but <laughs> <laughs> the beeswax coffee you say <laughs> mm, it's the bee's knees find out what the buzz is about <laughs> well i'll have to get me some beeswax coffee then <laughs> sweet <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everybody. It's good to have you back on board and our, our new player, Marks, uh, with us. I'll give you a little bit of a background uh, to kind of uh, give you an idea of the world that we are playing in, uh, in the Tarantino-verse. Each of you have certain ties to one of the most recognized criminal organizations in Los Angeles, the Brownstones. This particular crime family was born in the 1970s and was the brainchild of a former Vietnam vet, Zeke Brownstone, a good old country boy from Charlotte, North Carolina, who became disheartened with the U.S. government during his tour in Nam. Old man Brownstone took a simple idea and turned it into a lucrative criminal empire. It started out simple. He had a flair for gambling and was a regular on the Vegas Strip, so fixing sports events, loan sharking, <clears throat> money laundering, extortion, and racketeering were the name of the game in the early days. But it was the small side venture that started raking in the big bucks. Zeke cornered the market on heroin and LSD imports coming in from the Asian market when the rage hit during the disco era. Old man Zeke became the Robin Hood of organized crime on the West Coast. Through several shell organizations, he set himself up as a philanthropist and spread the wealth around the LA community and was thought of highly by the locals as a pillar of the community. He had the cops under his thumb and had paid off most of the government officials. The Brownstone name was untouchable, but as things go, his illicit activities didn't go completely unnoticed, especially when it came to the rival gangs. It was a quiet day in 1985 at the Brownstone Ranch in Kernville, a rural area outside of LA. Zeke was enjoying a lazy afternoon in the pool with his family and a few of his closest friends when the sniper's bullet pierced his chest, filling the pool with blood and sending the day into chaos. Bo Brownstone was the only heir to the throne, and in the wake of his father's passing, stepped up to the plate in spades. He took the family business in new directions while still paying homage to his father by keeping up his phil philanthropic endeavors. Bo had a real hankering for the European market, and over the past decade has expanded operations into Spain, France, Portugal, Belgium, and England. It was on one of these trips where he met Samantha Martinez, a beautiful Spaniard that stole his heart and gave him his only child, whom he named Char who he named Charlotte, after the place of his birth. Charlotte is the apple of his eye. But as she grew, she became more and more rebellious, a trait that he credits to his wife's Spanish heritage. 
While she causes her fair share of trouble for the family, in his eyes, she can do no wrong. But she sure keeps the home security on its toes. Less than a week ago, Charlotte saw fit to sneak out of the house. She's done it several dozen times before, but she always comes back within a day or two. Her punishments are fairly tame most of the time. Her fancy new cell phone may be taken away, or she has to drive the 89 Corvette instead of the newer 93 model. She bouts for a while, and then she gets what she wants, and she's right back at it again. But now, we have a problem. Charlotte's been gone for three days, and Beau just got back this morning, well before it was planned. And... He wants to know where his daughter is. So Mike Hancock, your character uh, is there at the Brownstone home uh, and you hear your actual name be called, uh, but for the purposes of keeping you under wraps for now, you're going to go by bleep for a second. Okay. Bleep! Get the fuck in here now! Uh, yeah, boss? You enter Bo's study to find chairs overturned and a stack of papers strewn about on the floor. And that prick that travels with Bo overseas is here with him, leaning against the bay window. And you swear you see a slight smirk on his face. Fucking asshole. One of these days, you'll wipe that shit-eating grin off of his face. And we're talking about Andy's character here, just for the record. She did it again, didn't she? I want to ask you a question. What is your fucking job, hmm? You are the head of security in this household. You are here to keep my family safe when I'm gone. Isn't that our arrangement? Isn't that your job? I mean... Yeah. When I come home, I expect to have my family here waiting for me with smiles on their pretty little faces welcoming me home. This is the fifth fucking time I have come home to find my daughter is not here with a fucking smile on her face. Can you tell me why my daughter is not here with a fucking smile on her face? No. You see that chair over there, asshole? Pick it up and sit in it. I got something very important I need to show you. I suppose you're wondering why I'm home so early, aren't you? Let me show you why I came home so early. Get a load of this. And Bo produces a letter uh, for you to read. Let me pull that up here. There we go. Hopefully that came up. Did that come up for you? Just read that letter aloud. I want to hear you read it. I dropped it. Can you bring? Can you give it to me again? <laughs> Maybe I can. Hold on, just a second. Please, boss. There we go. Mr. Brownstone, 
my apologies for sending you this letter while you are away on business. I have news of dire importance to share with you. It has come to our attention that certain parties have become aware of your dealings with certain organizations overseas. Certain parties are not pleased with these interactions, and we believe that they are making it their business to interfere with your business. Your father knew his place in the grand scheme of things. Even your father, as careful as he was, eventually stepped on the wrong toes. While your father stepped lightly, you, my friend, are stomping around wearing steel-toed combat boots. Eyes are on you, Mr. Brownstone. Tread lightly. Signed, A Concerned Party. Boss, I don't think that's their real name. I'm surprised you can fucking read it. Does that sound like a threat to you? Well, yeah. I mean, it's pretty well written, but I don't think that they're happy with you, boss. Yeah, it sure as fuck sounds like a threat to me. Now, Bleep over here has gone over this letter with a fine-tooth comb, and he's come up with jack shit. We don't know who... Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt. We don't know who fucking sent this, but whoever it is has made a veiled threat on me and my family, and that's why I came home early. And now, here I am in my own house, and one member of my family has been missing for three days. Three days! And nobody thought to fucking call me? Well, I mean, no, boss. I thought she'd come back. She always does. Yeah, she always does. Usually within about a day. It's been three fucking days. Yeah, I mean, that's unusual, but... We'll find her, boss. She's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're gonna fucking find her. You two useless pieces of shit are gonna fix this. You lost her. You can't figure out who's threatening me. Now, both of you, get up off your asses. You, and he points to Michael, go pick up the kids down at the dojo and bring them here. You, Andy, go to this address up in the hills and bring that old woman that lives up there down here. She won't want to come, but when she finds out my daughter is missing, she'll climb up out of those mountains. Pick them up, get them here, and most importantly, don't start throwing names around. We keep the shit on the down low till I say otherwise. You get me? Yeah, you got it, boss. Now, yes, sir. Get, get the fuck out of here. I gotta make a goddamn phone call. You want your letter back? God damn it, snatches it out of your hand. Yes, I want my fucking letter back. All right, boss. We'll get her. All right, so you guys start heading out of the study uh, and uh, towards the uh, towards the lobby. I'll give you a second here. I look down and see if I can trip him as he's walking through the door. Just a uh, little friendly reminder on there. Okay, well, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, roll a, a d20 there and add your... Um, uh, I think that'll probably be a... Uh, Dexterity bonus there. Okay. So that's a one. Uh oh. Oh my goodness, it's a natural 20 right off the bat. Way to go there, Andy. 
<laughs> I like this game already. <laughs> That's probably the only one tonight. All right, so um, Mike, if you will, uh, you're going to roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, now, I don't know if you've got a proficiency in your dex there. I don't know. I got see. a bunch of zeros. Um, I got a plus zero, and then in the uh, save, I've got a plus zero. Okay. All right. So yeah. So no, no, no extras there. So just a D twenty. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's a natural twenty-two. <laughs> oh my god! What am I in for? Okay. So. So he uh, try to trip me, and I he and I recover. Yeah, uh, he sticks his foot out uh, right in front of you, and you spot it and just hop over it. Uh, and uh, so you can react however you want to react there to that. I'm just going to shake my head and be like, fucking moron. You son of a bitch, you tried to trip me. No, that's what you thought I was doing. I was just, I was just getting out of your way. You weren't getting out of my way, you were getting in. I saw you stick your foot out, you son of a bitch. What's wrong with you? Nope, sorry, man. I don't know what you saw, but that that's not what you saw at all. I don't like once you. you once you go run along, once you go run along and fetch the fetch the family. While I take care of the actual business around here. Yeah, if you were taking care of actual business, you'd figure out who the hell sent that letter, wouldn't you? Uh well, I would have never, you know, I would have never let the Charlotte get lost in the first place so oh you shut the hell up you don't know what you're talking about take your stupid big, feet and go get that lady big difference between a letter man and a, a lost child so we'll, we'll see how we'll see how it works out yeah Boss i wouldn't be surprised though. wouldn't be surprised if those two were linked though uh you would like to think that but but you're not that lucky well can you just stay out of my way all right yeah we can do that as All you right. guys are arguing, uh, you're entering the foyer, uh, and you hear a familiar voice uh, at the middle of the stairs leading up to the uh, to the second level. Uh, it's a it's a woman's voice. Boys, boys, you two are always fighting. Come now, let's settle down. And uh, up about halfway. Uh, you see this woman, Samantha Brownstone, the wife uh, of Bo. Uh, she's a beautiful uh, woman of Hispanic descent, uh, long black flowing hair. Most of you would probably recognize her as, uh, as a middle-aged uh, Selma Hayek. I just... Uh, I I just look up the stairs and look at him and I just go, always been saved. I wonder why. And I just walked away. Apologize, ma'am. Uh, you know, he just kind of rubs me the wrong way sometimes. She uh, slowly walks down the stairs towards you uh, and she says, He's uh, sending you out looking for her, isn't he? He is. 
I haven't seen him this worried in a long time. Something's wrong, isn't it? I'm afraid it may be, ma'am. Listen to me. Whatever you have to do to get Charlotte back, I want you to do it. We have been living this life for a long time, and I have grown accustomed to the spoils that come along with being married to Bo Brownstone. You and I have something special, though. And I am telling you this for the first time, because now I see that there are things more important than being Bo Brownstone's wife. I love my daughter more than him, and sadly, more than you. But if you get her back safely, you and I can be sure Bo doesn't put his family in danger ever again. As she says this, she grabs your crotch and sticks her tongue down your throat. And he was just eating salad, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I'd realized this was that kind of conversation, uh, I would have put my celery away. That's why kids are gone at these days. <laughs> We'll get her back. I After trust you. and me. I'll make sure of that. I trust you. Now go. Yes, yes ma'am. <clears throat> All right, so, Mike, your character has been tasked uh, with picking up what he referred to as the kids uh, at the dojo. And you know pretty much who he's talking about. You've been there uh, once or twice before. Uh, so, uh, Andy, you've been sent uh, to pick up some old woman up in the mountains, uh, and he's given you an address to follow. Uh, so, either one of you, uh, uh, if any, either one of you wants to go first, just let me know and we can start heading in that direction. Since Mike's eating, I can. Are you done eating? I go <laughs> first. I'll never be done eating. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. All right. So I'm going to pick up this uh, old lady. Okay. I don't know this. I don't know who this old lady is. Like he didn't give me a name or anything, right? You. He just, gave, he just said old lady. <laughs> you've heard him talk about the old lady uh, in the mountains before. Apparently, this was some woman that was associated with the family back when he was a kid. Uh, but shortly after the time that Zeke was uh, assassinated, uh, she kind of made herself scarce. Uh, now, Bo talks about her like he knows her, like he sees her from time to time, but you yourself have never never seen her uh she's she's a she's a bit of an enigma to you gotcha all right so drive up the mountain blah, blah, blah. get out uh, <clears throat> and so the address that you've been given uh is out uh in the santa susana mountain range outside of chatsworth california in the San Fernando Valley. 
The address is located just off Santa Susana Pass Road. And as you're driving up the narrow road, you realize why this place sounds so familiar. There's an old broken down sign that you pass that points to the old Spawn Ranch, the site where Charles Manson and his followers were shacking up prior to the infamous Hollywood murders back in the late 1960s. Just passing the sign gives you the heebie-jeebies. Thankfully, the address you're heading towards takes you past that branch. The road winds for a couple more miles, which leads you to a dirt-covered trail just wide enough to fit your car down. The foliage is thick, and the bushes on the side of the road scrape your car doors as you pass as you kick up clouds of dust behind you. You finally come up to a swinging padlocked gate with a no trespassing sign. You double check the address and yep, this is the place for sure. The old woman must be holed up in the cabin that you can just barely make out ahead. Um, Christy. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have you make a uh, perception check. So if you look on your sheet there, uh, you should probably see uh, that you have a bonus, I think, on perception. Pretty sizable bonus, I do believe. Uh, yep, I do. So is that a d20 plus a perception? Uh, yep, d d20 plus your bonus. Oh my god! <laughs> it's another the automatic twenty. Another natural twenty. <laughs> okay, so somebody has definitely pulled up at the end uh, of your driveway uh, and is uh, kind of scoping out the place uh, for sure. Um, I imagine uh, you probably pull out some binoculars or your scope uh, and kind of get a closer look. You uh, you recognize this guy uh, as one of Bo Brownstone's flunkies, uh, for sure. Um, and I'm going to let you kind of play things out here uh, as uh, Andy's character is is uh, figuring out what he's doing, so I'll leave it to you two guys to kind of play out the scene. Well, I see the cloud of dust from the car, probably half a mile out, so I have plenty of time to get out the little spyglass and take a peek. And yeah, I recognize the weasel um, once he gets out of the car and starts looking at the gate. But I don't know, is he... Is he stopped by the gate, or does he figure out the padlock? Back? What do you want to do, Andy? Oh, so first thing I do is get out and realize I wore the wrong shoes for this. And I uh, look down, kind of kick the dirt off my shoe a little bit, but then look at the, get, look at the gate um, and think, um, how far how far away is the cabin? Like. No, it's probably yards about or oh, not half not a mile. Or no, no, no. Okay, uh, you you can certainly you know see it. It's it's easy walking distance. It's it's probably about maybe a hundred yards uh, up the uh, up the hill. Okay, 
So uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna reach back into the car and just lay on the horn <laughs> till somebody comes out of the cabin. Yeah, damn it! Shut up! Did you come out of the cabin, or are you saying that inside the cabin? Yeah, no, I'm coming down the path with my gun. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm here from I'm here from Bo. I've been sent to to take you back with me. What are you talking about? I haven't seen Bo in ages. And you're wearing the wrong shoes, boy. I realize that. I didn't realize I'd be in the middle of freaking nowhere out here. But Bo sent me out here to pick you up because Charlotte's missing. Again? Yeah, except this time comes with complications. Missing for how long? Um, at least three days, but that idiot that he has running security, um, doesn't, uh, have any idea where or what's happened. So he asked me to come up and get you. So you're saying your boss makes a practice of hiring idiots to do his business? He's got some in his employee. Not me, though. Oh. Well, then. What does he think I'm supposed to do about it? He he seemed that you would be generally interested, and if I were to speak the words that I just told you, he acted like you would hop in the car and come along with me. Well, that's pretty damn presumptuous, isn't it? He does have that character flaw on occasions. Well, I know one of the last times Charlotte ran off, she actually came out and stayed with me for a day just to clear her head. So I don't know that I'm too, uh, I don't know that I'm too worried or I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna let on that I'm concerned overly, but I'm a little worried. I can't give you all the details just yet, but this time is different. There's a couple of other things in play here. Well, that's fine. I'm not getting in your car, though. That Ponzi, uh, <laughs> Ponzi ride. I'm not jumping in that. I've got my own truck. Um, if it's all the same, I, I really want to do what Bo says on this one. You're not going to have a problem for me at all. Well, now that you mention it, I don't know if I have a truck. So, <laughs> 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 you, you you can you can have a truck. That's no problem. Oh, thanks. Yeah, just pencil that in on your sheet. <laughs> italics. <laughs> yeah, in italics. Well, then I might as well just follow you, eh? Well, let me. You know, again, I want to make sure you arrive safely. So, why don't you ride with me? We'll get in the car. And I'm going to roll a charisma at this point. See if I can't win her over that way. Let's see here. Do you have... Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Basic basic charisma would be fine. 
Uh, oh, basic charisma. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it, 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 with your bonus. Okay. Well, do you have persuasion? Hmm. Enlarge my sheet here. I can't see. Uh, I do. Yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah. So you can roll it with uh, persuasion. That'll give you a bigger bonus. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's gonna change the (laughs) name. Uh, and it's caught up to us now. Yeah, <laughs> had to break it there occasionally. Um, Marks, what would she do if she wanted to resist that? I'm sorry, what resist what? Persuasion. Uh, yeah, if if she wanted to resist that persuasion. Oh. Insight, maybe? Either that or like a saving throw. Like a wisdom saving throw? Yeah, it'd be one of those two. Yeah, let's do a wisdom saving throw. So that gives you a plus five. would I have to get to resist that? Well, that definitely would do it. I think I'd do it. (laughs) Because I think I'm going to just invite uh, my cat over to Mm -hmm. join us. Um, Uh And that might actually just do the trick. When I say, (laughs) well, go on, kitty, hop in. I guess we're going to ride with Mr. Fancy Pants here. And you see coming out of the woods uh, what appears to be some sort of bobcat or some weird, large, wild cat uh, that comes out of the woods and hops into the back of your car. What the hell? <laughs> he said cat. <laughs> this isn't. This is not a cat. How's this thing? I tell me this thing's with you. <laughs> yeah, it's with me. It's not declawed either. I hope you don't mind your. Your leather seats. Well, yes, I do. Get that thing out of my car. All right. I tell you what, you know the way to Bose, correct? Yes. Okay. I will follow you to ensure that you arrive unharmed. You and your cat. But I really don't think Bo is going to like that cat being at his place. I reckon Bo doesn't have much to say about it. He did say he'd come and get you. I all guess right. that's all of you. All right, come on, Chairman. I don't speak. <laughs> I don't speak. I'm working on it. Wait, all his right. name's Chairman? Yeah, the Chairman. As in the Chairman of the Board? As in Chairman Meow? Oh. Um, <laughs> Just had to clarify that for everybody. 
All right, so you guys uh, hop into your individual vehicles and start making your way back down the mountain uh, towards uh, the brownstone home. Uh, so we'll switch over to uh, Mike's character and uh, and head to the dojo. Um, you've been tasked with retrieving, quote-unquote, the kids at the dojo, and you've had some run-ins with the big guy, but you've let yet to lay eyes on the chick that's providing him room and board, but you know she does some dirty work for Bo. Exactly what that is, you don't know, but likely, it ain't pretty. The dojo is located on Ridgeview in Eagle Rock, just around the corner from a little place called Pat and Lorraine's Coffee Shop, the cafe and reservoir dogs that opens the film. Eagle Rock is an eclectic neighborhood northeast of downtown with working class roots and a hip, laid-back vibe. Vintage shops, coffee houses, southern-inspired diners, and old-school Italian joints line the commercial strips that surround the quaint residential blocks. A retro-cool bowling alley and Occidental College, a small liberal arts school, liven up the area along with several craft beer-focused watering holes. The Dojo is an old mom-and-pop grocery shop that closed down back in the mid-80s. The old folks used to live above the shop, and when Bo bought the place last year, he had it converted for the current resident, apparently some charity case of Charlotte's. The bottom of the building has been renovated into an open space with a small lobby out front. The lobby spills into a simple Japanese dojo training room with bamboo padded rugs. And Dana, I'll let you kind of describe the dojo if you have anything in mind on what it kind of looks like. Um, probably it looks very out of place. Like you walk through the door of the old grocery store and it's like you step into like a classic Japanese dojo. I don't know any other way to describe it. I think everyone, maybe like in the Matrix, you know, when they're in that dojo. <laughs> if anyone knows that. So that's all I got. Probably weapons on the wall. I'm thinking weapons. I don't know. So like the one in Balls of Fury. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we got we got wrenches and yeah. So you got a big ping pong table in the in the middle as well. Sure. Sure. Okay. All right. No. No. All right, Mike. Yep. Am I here? Yep. What the hell kind of place is this? Are we working out as he walks in or is it uh, you can be if you want, sure. Or is somebody working out? Maybe. Is the hammer school? in the scene? Or yeah, ha hammer's there too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want to be working out together, mm -hmm. you certainly can. And I've met the hammer before, right? But not you, the you, You've met him before, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Should we do some light sparring? I think I'm about to throw you. Uh oh. Okay. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right as the marshal walks in. I'm gonna flip him. All right, roll. Really uh, 
like roll a, roll a d20 with your uh, uh, strength bonus, or actually your dex bonus. And is that in the circle? Uh, that is in the circle. Or, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 20, 2, 3, 3. Did I do that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess I didn't throw it. Well, we'll see. Let me. <laughs> uh, hammer, if you want to roll a uh, strength saving throw. Strength? Okay. Just don't break his neck like on the very first roll. <laughs> There's the hammer. He's down. All right. Uh, no he twenty. Is, he is just a little bit heavier than uh, than you remember, <laughs> and he holds his ground. Uh, you want to do a little counter there, Marks? Sure, I'll try to throw her. Uh, what do you want me? What did I roll, Dex? Uh, for you, probably strength. Strength, okay. Mm-hmm. Running through the wall. <clears throat> All right, and then uh, Dana, if you'll roll a strength saving throw. A strength saving? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. Uh, so if you look under strength over to the right of that, you'll see save. Yes, and that's the number. That's the number there. I'm adding that to yep. a d20. Yep. Okay. Oh, she just got it. Yeah. <laughs> he, tries, nice. he, try, he tries a <laughs> reversal on you, uh-huh. uh, and you kind of step into it and, and take another side step, and you guys are now just kind of holding on to each other and kind of just looking directly into each other's eyes with an intense I'll be uh, like, look. I'll be like, nice, except in Russian, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, so... Uh, Mike, I don't think we notice him coming in either, yeah. though. Yeah, probably not. You're probably too too uh, too engrossed in the uh, in the sparring right now. Uh, but you see these two going at it, Mike. Whoa, 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 kids! Y'all uh, play fighting or fighting for real? Uh, die. You know, if we were fighting for real, it would be blood. <laughs> do I know the marshal? Have I seen? He's not seen me. Do I? I do uh, not know him. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll just but, say, but, like, but, the, but the hammer does. So, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is one of Bozeman, the marshal. He, he eats a lot. He's always eating. <laughs> don't How you get, doing, hammer? Don't get food on my dojo floor. Don't worry, man. Food always ends up in my mouth. I don't drop none. <laughs> and you are? I just say the sickle, right? Well, you guys haven't actually been given your uh, nomikers yet. Uh, oh, okay. So, oh, we haven't? Okay. Yeah. I'm bleep. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I don't know what to, what to say. Yeah, why, are you, what... why are you here? Uh, Bo sent me to collect you two. We've got a bit of a problem, and I need you to come with me. Collect? 
What's the problem? Oh, we'll find out when we get back to the ranch. You wouldn't mind, big guy, ma'am, hopping in the car with me? Why don't you tell me what is happening before I go anywhere? There's something of great value that Bo has lost, and he would like to speak with the two of you about it. I have been sent to retrieve you. I assume you know him. Yeah, and I'll just be like, oh, well, I owe Bo much. I can go with you. Thank you. What did he lose? Something of incredible value. Jewelry, money. He's got so much. Who cares what he loses? He's got too much. Well, there's some things that are very difficult to replace, ma'am. And that's why he's calling in some of his friends. What the I assume you were one of them. The Van Gogh. Big guy, is she always this difficult? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> you grow to like it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, let's say that you've got somebody that you love a whole lot and they've gone missing. And you decide that you want to get them back and you aren't real sure where they've gone. Do you know anybody that you would call to assist you with that? Assuming that you are not you, but somebody that knows you. What are you talking about? I don't are know. You? Jesus Christ, his daughter. Is she's gone. Charlotte has been idiot? missing for three years. Three days. <laughs> three days. Three, <laughs> no, three days. For him, that works fine. Three. <laughs> Charlotte is missing for three days. I didn't tell you that, but good guess. Three yeah. Three days. Yeah. And this isn't one of her normal runaway traips, traipsing off to collect her myself. <clears throat> I'm afraid it's probably not this time. Best case scenario, yes, and I've wasted your time and I've wasted the big guys. And for that, I would apologize. But it appears as though there are some additional complications, and that is the reason that Bo was wanted to speak to you both. Additional complications? Yes, what does that mean? Can you just speak plainly? I have been asked to choose my words carefully, so I am trying to choose the least amount of them possible, so that I do not say more than I am supposed to. Ma'am, you are making this incredibly difficult. There was a letter. And it had words in it that I cannot repeat, but it makes things more complicated than they currently are. And we think it has something to do with Charlotte's disappearance and the fact that somebody does not like Bo. Fine. Oh, thank Jesus Christ. Thank you. <laughs> Would you two like a moment to freshen up? <laughs> or do you think we can go on ahead and get in the car and we can leave now? It is of the utmost urgency. I'm fine. Let's go. <clears throat> thank you. Big guy. Uh, just one minute, and I'm gonna take off my gi and sweaty muscles and slow mode and my go <laughs> change clothes. <laughs> and then, of course, I gotta grab my sledgehammer. <laughs> oh, this is not really a construction project. <laughs> we have tools at the ranch. Ah, uh, this is the right tool to fix any problem. <laughs> okay, let's hop in the car. Either one of you like a licorice? No. No. I got plenty. 
Нет. О, как? Alright, Mike DeWeese. Uh, what do you think uh, your uh, veterinarian is up to at the moment? Uh, what time is it? Oh, it's, it's midday, probably about one o'clock in the afternoon. Um, he just got finished uh, giving a cat a pill, and he is retired to his office and uh, dabbing the, the blood off of his wrists and forearms. And uh, it's kind of wound up. It hurt quite a bit. And he uh, just pops a little case of Promazine just to take the edge off. And uh, he's just kind of sitting back, he, like kicks back in his recliner in his vet's office and thinks about his life choices. <laughs> All right, as you're kicking back, the phone uh, on the desk rings. Hello? What's up, Doc? Bo Brownstone. Uh, hey, Bo. What's what's up? Listen, uh, whatever you're up to at the moment, I need you to drop it. Something's going on down here at the ranch, and I need you to come out here. Uh, I need... one of the One of the horses? sick or something no i wish it was but i need someone with your particular set of skills just in case things get hinky you know where the place is right uh yeah yeah i know i remember stop at the gate out front i'll let the boys know what you're driving they'll open the gates just as soon as they see the wagon train pulling in uh yeah I, I'll, i'll be in the wagon train and uh just let me get uh cleaned up and i'll be right out All right, see you in a few. Get here as quick as you can. All right. I got other people meeting us. Okay, I'll be right there. Click. All right. So now you guys are all en route uh, to the Brownstone Mansion. Uh, and as you arrive, uh, you, you are being led around to the back to the pool area. Those of you that haven't been here before, this place looks way out of place from the other homes in the area. It's located in Beverly Hills on Lake Drive near the Donnie Ranch Amphitheater. When you pull into the driveway, it's like you've been transported back in time to the deep south, and you're now driving onto the property of a southern plantation. The home is situated on sprawling acres, off by itself, away from prying eyes. The ranch is surrounded by a white wall fence and a heavy iron gate manned by security guards in a connecting cubicle. The driveway is flanked on either side by weeping willows and leads up to a circular drive in front of the mansion. The home is the epitome of antebellum architecture. I put that in there just for you, Andy. Thank you. It has What a mass. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's a, that's about as far as I got. <laughs> no, I actually here here you go. It has a massive wraparound porch, mm -hmm. sloping exterior staircases, large windows, and Greek-inspired columns. How about that? Okay. All right. It's truly is the porch a on the ground, or is it up high? Uh, well, it's a double porch. You got one on the ground level and one up high as well. Oh. Okay. Mm, okay. <laughs> Regardless, it's truly a sight to behold. 
The pool around back is state-of-the-art with a rock waterfall that cascades into the pool with a little grotto underneath. The pool overlooks a beautiful view from the top of the hill that looks down into the valley. Bo is pacing impatiently as you all arrive, and I'll pull up his picture here. Uh, yeah, right there. Um, and you would uh, recognize this uh, as Michael Shannon. Uh, that's who I picture playing Bo Brownstone. Um, he's pacing, pacing impatiently as you all arrive, and he motions you for, for you to sit at one of the three tables nearest the pool. And as you guys take your seats, he speaks. Now, I don't know what these two fucks have told you, so I'm just going to lay it all out. My daughter, Charlotte, is missing. She's 17 years old and is prone to wonder when I'm not around. And I get that. She thinks she's a big girl, but she's still my little girl. Normally, she gets her kicks and she comes back with her head held high or her tail between her legs, depending on what kind of shenanigans she's been up to and depending on whether or not she got caught doing what she shouldn't have been doing. At this point, though, she's been gone for over three days with no contact. Now, that's longer than usual, and I now have reason for concern. Y'all know the business we are in. Some of y'all know better than others the enemies that I've made while doing said business. While I was away, I got a letter. This letter that is dancing around the fact that there may be some person or persons that may be making a move on me and my family. This is where you come in. Each of you has a particular set of skills that I feel may be integral to finding my daughter, keeping her safe, and bringing her back to me, safe and sound. Some of you know each other, some of you don't. This may be the one and only time y'all will be working together, and if it is, I don't want you to have any more knowledge of the other folks sitting around this pool than you need. While you're on this job, you're going to be going by code names. You want to talk about what you do for me? Don't. You want to talk about where you came from? Don't. Y'all have your own special places either inside or outside of this family. Once you're done here, you go back to your special places. The less you know about each other, the better. Now, you, big boy, you're the hammer. The little one is the sickle. For obvious reasons, the fellow in the lab coat is the doc. The old woman is the bloodhound. Pretty boy here is the marshal. And last but not least, the motherfucker that looks like Columbo over here is the babysitter, because he's the only one I can trust to look after the rest of it. Now, we don't know where Charlotte took off to, nor do we know exactly what happened to her. But, if someone has her, it could literally be fucking anybody. In the 10 years since Pop's assassination, I've taken this organization from a small West Coast operation to a global empire. 
everybody wants a piece of the pie. But luckily, I still have some friends. There's one guy I know who has his ear to the ground about everything going on in LA. I want you to go down to a junkyard called, called Monster Joe's Truck and Tow. Ask for a fella by the name of Nice Guy Eddie. See if he can tell you what's going on down in the city. Keep in contact with me, but don't come back until you get Charlotte. And with that, he kind of takes a little bit of a step back, takes a look over at uh, the Bloodhound's uh, large kitty, <laughs> and he kneels down, and he pats both of his legs, and he says, get over here, you little hunk of fur. <laughs> and he lets... Uh, Let's the cat get up on his shoulders, put put his paws up on his shoulders, and he begins licking his face. I th I think everything the cat does, Christy has to act out in some way, shape, or form. Oh, I was hoping it was more like an NPC that Tyner was. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those massive paracel cats that's um, a lot of teeth and a lot of hissing and a lot of purring. Not so much vocalizations, but <clears throat> she's happy to see you though. Bo, I wish it were under better circumstances. I appreciate you coming down. I knew I could count on you in, in an instance like this. If anybody's got the, if anybody's got the ability to track her, it's gonna be you. So you were the first on my list. We'll find her one way or another. Is this a new little baby or is this the same one I remember? This is the same one. He's gotten big. Yeah. Awkward silence. <laughs> yep. All right. Go on, get, see what you can find out. We'll do, boss, can I get a word with you before we break up? Sure, what you got? You sure, you sure you want to take, we have, are you sure you want that idiot out there looking for this thing? Looking for my daughter? Yeah. Well, she seems I, to like she seems to like him. All right. I don't. I. I just don't. I don't think you can trust him. I don't know what it is, but I don't think you can trust him. I've trusted him with my family for about the last five years, and he hadn't done me wrong. He may not be able to read and write like the rest of us can. I think he can barely do anything like the rest of us can. But okay. Well, don't sell him short, but if you think that there's something going on, you keep an eye on him, and you let me know. I will do. Will do. Okay. So with that, I turn and walk out to the other group. 
Could I be hovering in the doorway? I don't hear anything, but I'm watching the two talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> that was a very dramatic apple bite. Is that an apple or a marshmallow? <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I think you should roll to see if he chokes on it. <laughs> He's like... Oh. <laughs> okay, when the babysitter walks by, did you have a nice chat with the boss? I did. We were wrapping things up with uh, certain loose ends. Yeah, you apologizing for not being able to figure out who the hell wrote that letter? No, just making sure he knows who and who he cannot trust. Yeah, why don't you just focus on your job? I think we'll be just fine. Baby. If you were focusing on your job, this wouldn't have happened. Go to hell. I'll meet you there. Storm off. All right. Wait, I storm off or you storm off? <laughs> I do chewing furiously. Oh, okay. You storm okay. off. <laughs> no, you storm off. <laughs> All right. So I go up to the dock. I say, uh, so he brought you in? I'm here. Well, were you in town? Am I in town? Like, no, were you in town? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't like fly here five minutes ago. Well, I, I didn't know, you know, where you were in relation to him. Yeah, I'm here. I'm local. Have you seen, have you seen Charlotte recently? No, I haven't seen anybody in a long time. Any bow people. Mostly hmm. just four-legged people. Gotcha. So are all those scratches then uh, hazard of profession? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, cats. And mostly it's cats. Wow. I would, uh, I wouldn't work with cats then mm -hmm. if that was the case. What? What's that? I just said I really wouldn't work with any cats if that was the case. I can't imagine they pay that well. Well, I kind of have to. It's, I mean, I'm a vet. You know, it's kind of what I do. Gotcha. Okay. But better than sticking your arm up a horse's ass every day, right? I'll take your word on that, sir. I, Trust not me. Quite, well, not quite sure. This, I this would, is uh, way better than that. Okay. Um, I would, uh, I would think so. I would think so. Oh, might be into it. Mm. Ah, right, that's all right. That's all right. All right. Well, so, um, first thing we need to do is maybe backtrack where Charlotte was last going. Or well, at least did, well, where didn't, she uh, last was. Didn't, didn't Bo tell us to go check out nice guy somebody I drifted off for a minute I heard the nice guy part though like at a tow truck place oh yes yes right, really on top of things on huh, babysitter 
Uh, we uh, can well, I was like, I was like, uh, the, I um, can fit six in the wagon train. There might be some cat hair in there. It's like a mobile vet thing. Uh, I think we, I think what we probably need to do is at least take two vehicles in case we need to decide to split up. Okay. Yeah. So. We'll, that's, we'll all start. that's always what you want to do in a role-playing game is, is split the party. The party. <laughs> <laughs> we could all drive separately. Hey, I said we're going to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I didn't say we we're going to check anything else out. We're just all going there in case we have to split up. Why do we all have to go there? Well, what you going to do? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's stewing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go take care of somebody. Well, I'll tell you what. I will. I I'll take the hammer and the sickle, and we'll follow the rest of you. Blow down. Are you good to go with them, or do you want to travel with us? The chairman's not going to enjoy the smell of other cats. I've got I've got cat treats. I have like. <laughs> two cases of cat treats in the back. Alright. Are they, uh, like, safe for human consumption? Cats? No, the treats. Did you say that because I'm fucking Chinese? It's fucking racist. <laughs> the treats. What do, you mean, what do you mean by that, dude? Look, what if I get hungry and I've eaten my apple? Can I eat the cat treats? Sure. Eat I mean, they're not the hell's wrong like free. You? I'll expense it. It'll be okay. You know Ex what? I'll walk into town. I'm completely fine with what his decision just was. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. I'll ride with you. I won't eat your treats. I'll just sit quietly in the back. Can we go? By the time we all get Crazy. done mucky mucking around, she's gonna be gone for four days. Then whose fault is that? It seems like I don't know, this is important. Oh, and by the way, Sickle, do you remember when Bo just talked about how we need to keep everything a secret? That means we need to use code words and we need to couch our words very carefully and we need to make sure that we don't say too much. How do you couch words? So all of this That doesn't even what make is sense. This? Hey, I'm just glad he's referring to cats as cats and not what he would normally refer to it felines. Uh, yeah, no, that, that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't understand. Can you clarify? <laughs> it might be another word. As in, I don't know. Like a kitty? Part of OPP. Uh, are the you use problems? couch in a sentence like you did, but you don't know what he's talking about? <laughs> I don't... Why is everybody ganging up on me? Because you're a freaking idiot. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to go see Nice Guy Eddie by myself. This tween, y'all. <laughs> Bo, honey, where did you find these people? Don't get me started. <laughs> All right, so my group is going in the car without the idiot. And then the idiot can <clears throat> go with the doc. Well, Marshall was about to say something to me. I kind of want to hear what he had to say. Oh, gee, Sickle, what I'm saying is sometimes we are not going to be able to spill our entire live secrets. 
Whenever I was trying to get you to get in the car, you just kept asking question after question after question after question about things that you did not need to know at that time. I don't know me? you. And you aren't supposed to know me. That's why I was trying to... The big guy knows me. He well, was going to get in the car, wasn't said, he? As soon as you said that Bo wanted us here, then I knew it was okay. But you better watch out. It was the first thing I said. You had 40 questions. You know what? Forget it. Let's just go. All right. Are we getting in the cars? <laughs> I think we're all storming off. Now we're going to lay down on the couch with words. <laughs> I'm fine. Mark, so you want shotgun? Unless somebody else wants a shotgun. I'm going to ride in the back with the cat treats. You're <laughs> fine. I need, mine. Those, I need those for work. The only people in the car with you, Mike, Louise, is you and the marshal. Everybody else is in my car. Now the, the bloodhound's going in there. Yeah, I'll take shotgun. And the oh, I thought I thought you didn't want to ride in there because of the other cat smells. And he's got cat treats. That's fine. I've got cat treats. I've got mm -hmm. a okay. hawk hawk in my backpack too. And don't forget, they're not free though. <laughs> they are for the cats. <laughs> Why don't you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Monster Joe's is located in North Hollywood, down Hollywood Way. After a few twists and turns, you come up on a side road that leads down past an old 50s-style miniature golf course, some rundown motels, and a couple used car lots. Monster Joe's sits at the end of the road where it tees off into a strip of old warehouses and a greasy spoon diner or two, only one of which is still in business. Outside the junkyard is a weathered old sign. The brown of the background color morphs seamlessly into the rusty metal the sign is made out of. The driveway to Monster Joe's is a dirt road with a smattering of crushed gravel that hasn't been replaced since the mid-1980s. The entryway is clear, but it's flanked on either side by junked and crushed old wrecks on large metal pallets, giant metal behemoths that stand like twisted modern art sculptures that create a towering canyon as you pull into the parking lot. The lot is small, and aside from a collection of about five Harley-Davidson motorcycles, is otherwise empty. The main building is a large garage with two sliding doors and a single side door that is visible on your approach. You can't tell whether the window is just dirty or has been spray-painted from the inside, but it's crusted over with a brownish film to the point where you can barely make out the open sign on the other side. All right, get out, pull up, get out. This is a fine place. What in the world would Charlotte be doing here? I don't I think don't Charlotte is here. Yeah, I think I we're think supposed we're, I, to be getting yeah. information. Yeah, we're talking oh. to like Happy Frank or whatever his name is. Yeah, but how does he know this information? Was she here? Oh, let's time? talk to him. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna that. hold my sledgehammer and go. Do I take this now or if the, or if, or later? 
<laughs> I say take I, it now. This place is kind of shady. Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd take it now. Okay. Just refrain from using it at this time. I'll try. All right. <laughs> so what's everybody doing? I'm going to go knock on the door. All right. So you head on out there. You see that, you know, the the open sign is in the window there. You're going to knock. All right. Give it a knock. A couple of seconds pass. Uh, and you hear a voice from the other side uh, of the door that says, and it's a female voice. Sorry, we're closed. And the sign flips over. Mm. <clears throat> Why don't I go around back, just in case? Come back tomorrow, family emergency. Yeah, I'm going to walk around, too. Walk yeah. Okay, let's go around Ham back. Yeah. Hammer and Sickle are walking around back. All right. Yep. Both of you guys give me a uh, perception check, please. Is that the 20 and then our little number to the side? To the that side of the uh, perception, yeah. I'm just checking. <clears throat> Ugh. Mm -hmm. I see nothing. All right, so sickle. <laughs> um, you can you go around the backside. Uh, there's like a little gate that kind of goes back to the junkyard proper, uh, but it's just got you know like one of those little latches that you can easily open up. Uh, they do not have that padlocked. Uh, you just click that and kind of go around back. And you're kind of walking around and you think you hear voices uh, coming from the other side of the wall. Uh, there's another window, it's up kind of high and it's got a metal grate uh, over the top of it. Uh, but you can just barely make out some voices on the other side and listening intently there underneath the window uh, you hear uh, a, ma a man's voice that says, Listen, bitch, we know about the safe and what you keep in it. If you know what's good for you, stop fucking around and lead us to it. And then a female voice speaks up, different than the one you heard at the door. You really don't know who you're fucking with, do you? Right now you're fucking with me. I ain't got time for this shit. Take us to the safe and open that fucker up. And don't get twitchy on us, neither. My boy's got an itchy trigger finger. So the only thing on the back yeah. is a window up high. Yeah. Not a back door. Uh, no back door. Uh-uh. Uh, just, just that one side door that leads in and out, and then the two garage doors uh, up front. Is it a regular size window, or is it... No, it's a pretty small window. Uh, it's maybe about eight inches tall and maybe uh, maybe about two feet wide. Oh, okay. And Hammer didn't hear that. He's, he's wandering around. Looking. <laughs> I'm just looking at my hammer, admiring it. It's <laughs> beauty. <laughs> time, time out. It would... Uh... We didn't pick up any kind of communication devices back at the house, yeah. did we? <laughs> Oops. Uh, no, I mean, you probably have like a brick cell phone. It's about 1995. So it's those big ass, you know, cell phones. 
uh, you and the marshal probably would have have one of those. Great. Now he's going to strap us down with those. Wonderful. <laughs> Does that affect our running anytime we run? <laughs> so two points out. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So no way to communicate. All right. Sickle, what you going to do? Ooh, we got a map. Okay. I'm going to whisper, Hammer, get over here. And I tell him to kneel down so I can stand up on him to see if I can look through the window. Okay. Okay. I'll kneel down. Uh, maybe, maybe, he, maybe he boosts me up, and like I'm, like I'm not. I don't think I'm standing on him. I think he boosts me up. Maybe you All think? Right. Do you, maybe yeah. hammer. Oh yeah. You've got no uh, you've got acrobatics. So uh, make an acrobatics check there. Okay. And if it's got the little dots. That, that, ju that just that adds on already, to it, uh, exactly. and it's already figured in there, so you get a plus five there. Oh, Alright, so... <laughs> you're, you're not able to get really good purchase. It's just above where... Uh, you can kind of see in and you can't really get your fingers in there uh, mm -hmm. enough to really be able to pull yourself up uh so unfortunately you're not able to see anything damn it do, do you have any weapons do i know if sickle has any weapons oh I'm yeah curious. I, oh, okay <laughs> i do but what is on my body at all times just whatever's on here <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think I think you would probably carry that stuff with you. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember what it was. You've got a katana and uh, a pair. A pair of uh, kama, I believe. Yeah. Uh, which are like the little sickles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I think we're gonna have to go around. I think we're gonna have to go around and uh, tell everyone what we saw and tell them to stop knocking on the fucking door. Ah, okay. Uh, do we notice when we go back around? Is there any side doors or anything? Uh, just the the main side door entrance to the to the building. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so those of you that were at the at the side door uh, that flipped over. Uh, Hammer and Sickle went around back real quick to kind of check things out. Uh, and then the female voice on the other side uh, says, uh, come back later, family emergency. I'm going to try the door handle. It is locked. Damn. <clears throat> um, should we maybe, you know, drop Bo's name? Yeah. Right, you guys, you're the you guys, you're the guy that actually works for him, aren't you? So we can't see in the windows though at all. No, it's it's uh, you see just a shadowy figure in there, just because this thing's uh, it, it looks like it's really almost like painted over, like it's been like spray painted. Oh, okay. Okay. So um, semi opaque. Okay. 
Do we even bother knocking on the door? While we, uh, Marshall, since you're standing right there, why don't you kick that in? Well, now hold on. Sometimes words will do what actions, they can achieve more than what actions can. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we're here, Bo, Bo sent us. Brownstone, Bo, Bo Brownstone. Excuse uh, me. Female voice comes across again. Look, we can't talk right now. Got uh, got some serious stuff going on. Uh, come back tomorrow. I'm afraid tomorrow ain't going to cut it, man. And we got some serious stuff to discuss as well, and I guarantee MT that whatever we're going to discuss with you is a lot more important than what you got going on in there right now. Now, your, your sign said open just a second ago. Could you please open the door? Have I made it around the building yet? Yeah, you guys are coming around <laughs> coming around the side at this point. And okay. she says, sorry, buddy, ain't going to happen. Yeah, let's... What do we tell vote? them? Yeah. Guys. Guys. They're being robbed. Or something. Who's being robbed? Got my weapons out. Shut up and get in there. Weapons out. <laughs> Ready to go, guys. <laughs> I love is this the, part. <laughs> is he is the yeah. hammer like holding his sledgehammer up like ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna step off the porch. <laughs> yeah. Hammer, take that. Oh, door out. Least, oh yeah, okay. I can smash, can't I? Mm, yeah. <laughs> you guys have guns, don't take you? Take that door out. Hey guys, I'm, I'm gonna wait out here just in case anybody gets hurt. I'm a medical professional. <laughs> um, I'm just I'll I'll set up a triage station and uh you guys have at it. I'll, you know, got your back. Bloodhound, how trained is your cat? <laughs> no. You can't train cats, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I said so that, and I thought, holy crap! I'm gonna move the hammer over to the uh, over to the door. Marshall, I know is pretty close. Sickle, I know is pretty close. I assume I have a gun on me, right? I assume so. Okay, I get it out. All right. Uh, let's see, babysitter. Let's get you over here. <clears throat> it's tight quarters because uh, the map's not very big. <laughs> there we go. All right. I'm gonna just hang out with the chairman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're a good kitty. You're a good kitty. Yeah. That's right. Here's another tree. I'm struggling here, folks. I'm struggling. Not to say <laughs> inappropriate comments. Should have gone with squirrel after all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is going to be a long game for me. Let's see if we can pressure him into saying it just once. <laughs> all right. Uh, hammer, you're gonna uh, sledgehammer the door. Yeah, I'm gonna sledgehammer the door. I'm not sure exactly how this works actually, but I'm gonna try my crush advantage, talent, okay. defeat. Let me roll a strength check. Uh, yep. All right, let's see how bad I roll. Uh, Money. Nineteen total. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you take the hammer back, slam it right onto the uh, uh, 
door handle and it just smashes and the door flies open uh, and it knocks this woman off of her feet uh, and she stumbles back uh, into into the room here um, and you hear uh, to you hear a male voice uh, shout we got trouble And that came from around the corner uh, over here. Uh, and at this point, I think we probably should roll some initiative. I will. The map looks black to me. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, you, you said the room, and I was like, mm. I think I unlocked that door. So uh, Hammer can probably see because he's right there. Uh, can you see into the room? No. Oh, okay. Hold on one second. Give me one second here. I just want to make sure I'm not missing something. Yeah. Oh, I can't unlock the door. Well, that's a problem. I bet the lock got smashed when he hit it with the hammer. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. There we go. Uh, just, uh, just there we go. Deleted the wall there. There you go. All right, so now you can kind of see in just a little bit. Uh, so the woman is kind of small of stature. Um, and I'll pull up a picture here so you can kind of see her. Maybe. No, no, it's not going to let me do it. Oh, yeah, great. Okay, so that's changed. All right, so anyway... Once you get into the room, you'll be able to see her. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she stumbles backwards. I've pulled up the uh, combat tracker. Uh, so if you look at the two swords and the uh, menu on the upper right-hand corner, if you click on that, then you can click on uh, your character to roll initiative. Now I've already got your bonuses figured in on that. So all you got to do is just click the 20-sided uh, die off on the right-hand side next to your token. So, um, uh, do we have to target people? No. Mm -mm. Okay. All right, that should be everybody. All right, so the uh, order comes up, and the the girl that got uh, shoved back uh, gets to go first. Her action is going to be to uh, scoot back behind the desk uh, that's here in the middle of the room, uh, just inside the doorway. Um, and then... <laughs> I love how you're describing things that I still can't see. That you see. can't I'm see, like, sorry. What yeah. the heck? Yeah. Um, from around the car... Uh, you see an individual pop out that looks uh, to be of maybe like a New Zealand uh, native. Uh, and he's got tattoos covering his face and, and a long uh, grayish black mullet. <laughs> and he peeks around the corner of the uh, Volkswagen Beetle uh, that's parked inside. 
pulls a gun and fires it in the direction of the marshal uh, just outside. Or, I'm sorry, of, uh, of the hammer just outside. Okay. And let's see here. We're going to roll... That is 16. What is your defense? Yeah, I'm trying to find that on this character sheet. Uh, oh, 14. 14. Okay, all right. So that is a, uh, that's a hit. So he's going to roll damage. Let's see. I'll do like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh! <laughs> Get to the chopper! <laughs> Oh, that's the name of my motorcycle. How'd you know? <laughs> All right, and that does six points of damage. Alrighty. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I forgot how low hit points are in this, <laughs> this level. Yeah, at first level, yeah. <laughs> uh, the hammer needs a bulletproof vest. <laughs> All right, so he tags you in the shoulder, uh, which kind of causes you to uh, to back up uh, a little bit uh, and out of sight. I'm going to put you over here just a little bit. That's probably outside the wall. I'm gonna, I'm, let me see if I can delete that wall just to give us a little bit more room here. There we go. All right, now you can move a little bit more. Okay, so after Nikau, uh, is Ezra, so it's it's the other dude. He takes a peek around the corner, and he can't really draw a bead on anybody at this point, so he's gonna hold. Marshall, it comes to you. Uh, okay, so can I still see the person that just shot the hammer? Uh, right next to the door, or if if you peek around the door, you can. Uh, you can see uh, the table uh, just inside the room there, and that might give you a little bit of cover if you were able to to jet inside the room. Okay. Um, can I move that far? Yep, I should uh -huh. be able to, right? Mm -hmm. Like right here. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Nakao is the one that took the shot, mm -hmm. and Lucy has stumbled. I yes, she's uh -huh. going to yep. kick back. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to try to shoot Nikau. Okay. Now you are in what would probably be about three-quarter cover here. Now Nikau still has initiative over you, so he's actually going to try to take a shot, uh, oh, okay. but that's that's going to be at a little bit of a disadvantage there for him. Okay. At three three-quarters cover gives you, I think, a defense. What's your defense? Fifteen. 15, I think it gives 16, if I remember correctly. Okay. <clears throat> All right, he got a nine, so uh, it hits the uh, hits the wall just above you. There's a, like a little cabinet there right above you, and it hits that cabinet. Okay. All right. It's your turn. He's uh, he's in about uh, half cover. I'm sorry, it's half cover. That's 16. So he's about half cover 
where he's at right now. So uh, your target to hit him is going to be a 16. Ooh, it's going to be tough. Okay. Then so if you're shooting your gun, you're going to look at your pistol. Yep. Uh, and then it will tell you what your bonus is, which I think is a plus two for you. Yeah. So what did I do? I roll a d20 plus two? d20 plus two. Okay. So I do plus two advantage or? Um, no, no advantage here. Oh, okay. That's right. So I just hit. Okay. D20 plus two. Okay. All right. So you get 11. So your shot goes wide uh, and uh, hits the little machine uh, over here uh, and kind of pings off it and ricochets. Okay. Uh, from you, son of a bitch. Uh, we're gonna go to the sickle. Sorry, I had to sneeze. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, where did my buddy go? Is he? Is he down? Where is he at? Who? Who are you looking Hammer. for? Uh, he, he's back behind you. Okay. Yeah, took, took a step back after I got shot in the shoulder. The guy that shot him is this dude behind the car, yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm going to... I guess I think that probably pissed me off. So I think I'm going to throw... I guess I can throw the commas. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a thrown weapon, yeah. Doesn't seem very... Doesn't seem like a wise idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm just going to throw it at him. Alright. So you I gotta saw get a... that, and I got pissed, and I'm going to throw it at him. Gotta get a 16 to hit. Alright, and I do... Attack bonus, is that right? Uh, yep. Okay. I'm looking for... No whammies. Nope. Okay, got a 12. All right, so... And it uh, hits the bumper uh, of the beetle uh, that's in there and kind of gets stuck in between the bumper and the uh, and the trunk. Mm -hmm. uh, from you, we go to the hammer. Oh. Hmm. Really need to get a gun. <laughs> uh, gosh, uh, this car that he's by—it's—it's it's not like propped up or anything, right? It's just a car. Like uh, it, it is. It is kind of propped up on uh, on a riser. Yeah. And he's not underneath it or right next. No. He's oh. kind of next to the rear wheel, uh, so I mean you can you can kind of make out his uh, his legs, and he's kind of popped around the corner, but uh, he's he's got about half cover. Did I see any objects around me that I could uh, also throw, perhaps? Um, it just so happens there is a. Um, crowbar uh sitting leaning right up against the wall outside yeah i'm gonna like curse and russian rant and like <laughs> grab the crowbar and try to throw it at him try to hit him best okay. i can <clears throat> let's see what that what happens now 
<laughs> and then that's going to be basically the same as the sledgehammer, so you still get the same bonus on that because that's an improvised improvised weapon, so you've got the same bonus. All right, so plus five. Um... That's a 12. <laughs> no, totally could work, right? Totally. Just throwing shit. <laughs> right. Take that. We're, we're doing uh, proper damage. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bloodhound, you're up. Uh, and anytime you roll Bloodhound, you don't have to actually roll for uh, Chairman. Uh, he, he, he will act on your round. Okay. I mean, I think it looks like the chairman is ahead of me anyway, just barely. It, he can be if you want, or, you know. Sure. Because, yeah. I mean, fetch is one of the few things that we do do in a coordinated fashion together. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the chairman's kind of a free agent. But when it sees the crowbar fly across the room, I think it gets a little excited and starts galloping after it. Okay. So if it was headed toward the assailant, then so is the chairman. All right. And then do you want to say a command as as that happens? <laughs> it's more probably yes. as a reaction, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's going down. Um, and the, maybe the chairman takes a shortcut under the car. Mm -hmm. Just to, you know, run, 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 and slide into the car after it. And after the crowbar? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're not, you, he's not going to attack right now then. Is that well, right? I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know if the chairman sees quite the threat, but I think it's going to end up sliding right under the car where the, the bad guy is hiding. Okay. All right. So about right in here. All right, so as he passes Lucy, <laughs> Lucy goes, What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, so now it's your turn, Christy. Oh, okay. Um, I'll... I'll charge in, and if the, if the cat's going under the car, I'm going to go over the car with my bowie knife. And okay. just try to slide across... Um, Luke Duke style. All right. After Nikau. Yeah. Okay. What is that? Is that dexterity or some other sort of thing? What's the what? What are you going to be attacking him with? With the with the hunter's knife? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're gonna roll um, under the weapon for that. So you're gonna roll your d20 with an attack bonus of four. I'm seeing something I haven't seen before. The the dice have numbers over them. It's got a one over it, and then... That's how uh, many dice you roll. If you click yeah. it more than once, the numbers go up. Right, yeah. Yeah, so just click it one time. And how do I get rid of it if it's... Hold control and click it. Oh, there you go. Thank you, I didn't know that. 
think you can right click on it too. Oh, I don't have a right click. <laughs> you can right click. Oh yeah, right click. Cool. It's All not right. unclicking for me. It's not Actually, unclicking. It's not opening the little window either to let me add the bonus. Oh. Because it's a crapple. <sighs> okay, so D twenty plus five four, right? Four. Three, yeah. four. Alright, so I'm gonna roll then for you. Thanks. All right, so you got a 12. And since you're close to him now, that extra bonus for cover does not affect him. So let's see if that actually hits. Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, so now you're gonna roll damage. And your damage is a 1d6 plus 2. So if you hover over the d6, click that once. I can't unclick the other dice that are lit up can, right now. Just I click. Can, can, can you click? Well, no, no, no. Can you, can you click roll? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it rolled, though. It's cleared it though. So it has cleared it. Okay. Got it. So now 1d6 click. plus plus uh, two. There you go. All right. So five. All right. Now, uh, something I didn't address and uh, marks, you can, you can do this. If you right click on your token, uh, it'll show your health at the very bottom. You just highlight what's there, and then you can change your health uh, on your character, and it'll show what his current health actually is. All right. Okay, so you slide over the top of the uh, beetle, and you come down, and you stab him right in the shoulder blade uh, up here, uh, and he lets out a yelp uh, as it makes purchase. From you, we go to the dock. Um, so, can I see all this that's going on? or Because I, I can't like on Foundry, I can't see into the room at all. Right, yeah. Now you can, anywhere there's friendly characters, you can uh -huh. move through those spaces uh, unencumbered. Uh, so if you want to go into the room, you can. Oh, okay, there we go. Um, I'll, I'll come up to the door and like just go into the room. Mm -hmm. And um, I've got a vial of chloroform. Mm-hmm from the office and I will throw that um see I guess is can I see Ezra yeah mm -hmm. just barely uh, just barely um I'll, I want to throw the vial of chloroform so it kind of breaks at his feet mm -hmm. um in hopes that the the fumes will at least make him woozy if not knock him out 
Okay. Um, and so on my dangerous stuff <laughs> yep. weapon, um, so the attack bonus is two, so I would... Uh, D20 plus two. D20 plus two, okay. There you go, 16. That definitely works. So your damage on that is uh, 1d6 plus 2. Okay. Ooh, 6, 7, 8. All right, so that bursts right at his feet, and he just begins to go into a coughing fit, like, immediately, as soon as those fumes uh, release. <laughs> and uh, he starts to kind of stumble this way to try to get out of it, and he's kind of waving his arms about, trying to clear uh, the smoke from around him. Uh, babysitter. All right, so everybody else is inside. Is there a, there's a garage door to the front of this thing, right? There is, yes. Okay. Uh, I am going to go around to the front and hotwire Doc's mobile and drive it into the garage door. <laughs> All right. Because I'm not going to hurt. I'm not going to hurt my car. Which garage door? Right I... or left? Oh. That's what those little guys are. I thought that was the front door. Uh, is the little doors that are on there the actual garage doors? Uh, the doors over here. Sorry, I I'll, have, I'll have to pull you over here so you can see. It's oh, okay. this one and this one. Oh, okay. I thought that one else was the front door. So uh, I guess I'm going to go to the far right hand side. Okay. Since everybody's kind of on the far left. All right. Okay. So it'll take you one round to hotwire. Yeah. Uh, and then you can drive through the next round. Uh, so to hotwire the car, I would say that would probably be uh, security, I would think. Oh. Either security or vehicles. Uh, yeah. I have it's, the just... it's the same either way, I think. Yeah. So is that just a 20 plus a 1? Yep. Okay. Hello, dice. There we go. Alright. And roll. Come on, you got this. Meh. Okay, yeah. Alright, okay. so you're able to hotwire it. And actually, you probably didn't even need to hotwire it. It probably left the keys in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, next round, then you should be able to drive through there. All right. And I think that takes us to the end of initiative at that point. So we go back up to the top, which uh, brings us to Lucy. Uh, Lucy pops up uh, and takes a shot uh, over the top of the desk towards the marshal. Seems unnecessary. 
and gets a 12, uh, which isn't enough because uh, you're in half cover. Uh, so then we go to Mikal, uh, who is going to probably try to drag uh, the Bloodhound off of the top of the car. Uh, so he's going to make a strength check here. Ooh, we've got a 19. Uh, so make a strength saving throw for me, Christy. Okay. All right. So he grabs hold of your arm that you that you've got your hand stuck into uh the, the with the knife stuck into his shoulder he grabs that arm and he just yanks and pulls and pulls you down onto the ground uh just over top of the chairman uh off to the side right here uh no damage on that but uh it, you are now prone on the ground which puts him at a an advantage on you you're at a disadvantage on him uh ezra is doing what he can to try to uh clear himself so he's going to make a saving throw uh, let's see the constitution so it's a zero for him He got a five, so he is still uh, unable to uh, to see and uh, and is still coughing up, uh, coughing up a lung. And the marshal comes to you. Oh, you're muted, Mike. Oh, Lucy just took a shot at me, right? Yep. Oh, what the hell, lady? It ain't necessary. We can talk it out. And I'm gonna shoot her. Okay. <laughs> um, so that would be do, do what? I have an attack bonus of plus two. Yep. You know what? I don't want to shoot her. I want to roll over the desk and like just try and knock her out. Okay. So I want to do an unarmed strike. Okay. Uh, and for that, I have a plus two. Yay. Let's see. Ooh. All right. Yep. That might do it. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage, which is a 1d4. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to move this... you just a little bit there just so I can still get at okay. Lucy if I need to. Three. All right. Not a lot of damage. All right, so you clock her one, and she spits out some blood and says, that all you got? Oh, yeah, for right now, ma'am. (laughs) 
that the end of my turn? Uh, it is, yeah. Okay. From the other room, I... Uh, you see a guy that comes uh, running into the room and slides up to the back of the uh, VW uh, and puts his back up against it and he says, Lucy, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know, these assholes just burst in. Um, sickle. Um, I'm gonna run full steam. I was headed for Nikal. Is that his name, Nikal? Yep. Uh, but little John got in the way. I think I'm gonna run samurai style and get my sword out and try to. I'm gonna try and take him down. Good. With my katana. Yeah, your katana uh, is plus five. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, I think it might do it. Go ahead and roll your damage. So if you hit the D6 twice and then plus three and then roll. Alright, it's a seven. So, you come running in. I'm going to pull you in there close. Uh, and come slicing down. Uh, and you hit him. Uh, he's got his uh, he's got his arms up like this, holding holding a pistol. Uh, you come down on his left arm, and it just goes and just flops off. And he looks at the at the stump and just starts going <gasps> oh shit <clears throat> what did he do again she she cut his left arm off well, I know what she did what did he do in reaction to that <laughs> <clears throat> you know as you get older you're gonna have to watch that or uh you may like expel toxic gas while you clench the, like that in the future. In the door <laughs> leading to the office, you see a uh, very large, like six foot two uh, older gentleman with a, a gigantic mustache uh, that comes down to uh, about mid chest, uh, dressed in a biker uh, outfit, all leather, oh. uh, and holding a baseball bat. Uh, and he says, Johnny boy, what did they do to you? You missed an opportunity to call that guy tiny. <laughs> right. And he comes over to the sickle with the bat raised. Uh, and he's going to take a swipe uh, down at you. Oh, come back here. What that? Uh, let's see here. So that's a plus four. 
What's your defense? Sorry, Dan, I didn't hear you. Teen. Oh. <laughs> what teen? Four. Four. Fourteen. Okay, all right. So he raises up and he comes down and he just barely misses you. Uh, and hits the uh, the back of the Volkswagen and busts out the uh, the back window. Um, kind after, of roll out of the way. After yeah, after Big Not John, we go to the hammer. I'm gonna rush in with my sledgehammer and try to hit Big John. Okay. Finally, someone found a gun. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let me see here. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, yeah. 23 total. All right, go ahead and roll damage on that. Is that... Yeah, squash his head. Mm -hmm. so 1d8 uh, plus 3. Yeah. Nine. Nine. How's that do? Uh, it does pretty good. All right, so you come rushing in with the sledgehammer, uh, and uh, you catch him dead center in the chest uh, and knock him uh, back into the corner of the wall here right next to the office. Uh, and he hits the uh, hits the wall, and you can see uh, his chest has just like kind of caved in ever so slightly from that from that blow, and he's gasping for air. Yep, that's why they call me the Hammer, <laughs> as of today. <laughs> uh, Bloodhound. So when um, Nico pulled me off the car and mm -hmm. turned, um, that sent the chairman into defensive, ferocious action. Mm -hmm. And it crouched and then leapt for him. And that was probably the, the moment while crouching that the sickle came in and lopped off his hand. So when the chairman pounces, it's flying toward his face mm -hmm. over the stump now. Oh no! That, okay, she okay. she cut off little John's arm. Oh, Nika okay. Now is still not kneecap. No, not kneecap. Oh, but... okay. Forget it. No, <laughs> no blood spatter all over the ferocious cat. He got in the way. The moment is coming though, because the cat is going to head toward. Um, Paws and fur flying toward Nikau's face. And I'm gonna try to take as the Bloodhound that opportunity to yank my knife out and like roll out from under him. Okay. All right, so let's roll for uh, the chairman. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm assuming a claw attack? Yes. Okay. All right, so. Take a look at his character sheet and see what that is. I don't have that in front of me right now. Attack bonus five? Yep. 
Should I just do it as the um, bloodhound? Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right. Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, so uh, roll damage now. Five. All right. Okay, so the cat leaps to your defense and just goes and just starts clawing at him, catches him right in the throat with one swipe, and he just just starts spewing blood. Uh, and the cow is down for the count. Now the now the chairman has the 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 blood in the fur and the and the teeth and the everything. So. <laughs> All right, so so then it rolls then to you. You see that uh, your cat has taken care of uh, Nikau, uh, and you can see little John with his arm severed, uh, and and looking at it in horror uh, and still screaming, and Ezra. Often in the distance, trying to bat away the uh, the smoke from uh, uh, the uh, chemicals that uh, uh, the doc threw at him. Um, is Little John still up against the end of the VW? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So having pulled the, um, the Bowie knife out of Nikau and rolled mm-hmm. out from under him. I'm a bit under the car. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna just try to slash at his ankles. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Is that a particular kind of attack? Uh, that's uh, just oh, a- Bowie knife? Just a straight Bowie knife, yeah. You're gonna pull a pet cemetery on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good throw. All right. <laughs> All right, so you got a 10. Uh, let's see, I think his defense is 12. Yep, okay, so you you slash out, you hit his boots, uh, but it's just enough uh, uh, leather there to kind of prevent the Bowie knife from making purchase on the, uh, on the ankles at this point. Um, Doc. Um... <clears throat> I kind of rummage through the pockets of my coat and I find my little squeezy bottle of alcohol, like, you know, um, for uh, sanitizing things. Mm -hmm. And uh, I go over to Big John and kind of squeeze it and spray it while lighting it (laughs) Uh as well. (laughs) Um, All right. So... <clears throat> Would I still get the throne bonus, or is it just a straight? Um, or the dangerous stuff bonus? Yeah, you yeah you still get the dangerous stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, you still get your plus two. Six. So it'd be a sixteen. I think that might do it. Let's see here. Oh yeah, that definitely does it. Okay, roll damage on that. That is six plus two. 
right, six. <laughs> All right, so you start spraying and light it, and it gets his beard first. <laughs> And then gets all over his chest and his uh, t-shirt and jacket begin to catch fire and he starts flailing about uh and starts running towards uh this direction over in here and he is falling to his knees and stumbling uh as he goes um babysitter uh i am going to back the car doc's car into that doorway okay and i'm gonna first i'm gonna pull my weapon have it on the seat next to me okay so do i need to uh you're gonna roll uh D twenty plus uh, plus one. I think you've got a plus one for vehicles, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So you come crashing through uh, the garage door with the wagon train. <laughs> Uh, just as Big John is coming down to his knees and he falls forward and you roll over his head and it pops like a melon. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. No, you're not. <laughs> Sorry, not. Uh, Lucy uh, has taken a hit uh, from the marshal. Uh, and she tosses her gun up in the air, catches it, and comes crashing down uh, with a strike to your forehead. Okay. Uh, got a 16. What's your uh, defense? 15. 15. Okay. All right. That's going to do it. She's going to regret this. And four points of damage. Okay. So again, if you right click on your character and then just subtract four from your health that's at the bottom, that'll show it. Got it. All right. Um, and then we go to Nikau's out. Uh, Ezra is going to roll another saving throw. See if he can come out of that. It's a plus zero again. Got a nine, still can't come out of it, yeah. Um little John. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's Marshall. Marshall's next. Okay. <clears throat> so I have something called payback. I gain mm -hmm. a plus two bonus on one attack roll against an opponent who damaged me since the end of my last turn. Oh, there you go. So <clears throat> I would like to use that. Okay. 
but I still don't want to shoot her. Okay. I still just want to punch her. Okay. Can I hit her with my weapon? Is that going to do any more than just a, an unarmed strike? Um, that'd give you another, like, plus one to the damage. Okay, okay so she flipped her gun around and hit me with it? Mm-hmm. Oh, son of a bitch. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> so I'm going to grab mine as well. <laughs> I'm going to hit her with it. <laughs> just a pistol whip and fight. <laughs> it's like Counter-Strike knives, but we don't have knives. So. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so let's see, what do I roll? A 1d20, and I have an attack bonus of plus two, and then I get to take another plus two? Is yep. that right? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll probably roll a four. Ooh, look at that. Yep, okay. <laughs> 19. Okay, cool. All right, so that's and... no problem. You definitely hit that. Okay. And so now I roll damage. Mm-hmm. Do I get any boost in damage since I'm using a gun versus a fist? That's your plus one. Okay, so that's the plus one. Okay, mm -hmm. so it'll be one d four plus one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oop, nope. That was a that was a one d six. Let's try this again. Okay. Okay, so four there. All right. We're just gonna wear each other down. <laughs> All right. So you hit her in the temple. And that rung her bell pretty good. Okay. Uh, and she spits out some more blood, and she says, "That got all you." <laughs> ah. Um, little John. Now, uh, I'm gonna roll a Constitution saving throw on him because I don't know if he can actually pull his shit together or not. <laughs> oh no, no, he's still just looking at the stump and, and it's just spraying blood all over the place. So uh, we're just gonna go ahead and bypass him and go to the sickle. Let's <laughs> see if you can finish him off. Uh, you're muted. <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it. It was so good, too. You just missed it. No. Um, is he down on the ground? Uh, he is seated, yeah, on the ground. It's like sitting on the ground. Uh-huh. Staring at it. Okay. <clears throat> I guess I'm just gonna... I guess I'll just try to behead him. Okay. Sashi style. <clears throat> Ooh. All right, what'd you get there? 12. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you swing around uh and cut and it goes right through his head into the uh trunk of the vw and just sticks in there and his head just goes <laughs> and just peels uh off of his body 
He is out. Hope his real name wasn't Eddie or whatever it was. <laughs> Oops. Uh, let's see. After sickle, we go to hammer. Yeah, maybe we should say Eddie. Eddie before you kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. Oh nope. No. <laughs> um. So where are we at? Where are we at? Where's my screen at here? So Ezra, what's Ezra looking like I, right now? He's he's still completely incoherent right now can't tell where he is uh and just kind of batting away the smoke and trying to to clear his lungs and he's just coughing up like crazy does he still have a gun does he have a gun um i think he's probably dropped it by now okay uh i'm gonna like i'm gonna i'm gonna drop my hammer do some boxing all right. And as I come up to him, I'm like, Eddie, right before I touch his ears, he hears, hears the sound and he kind of turns towards you and he goes, <laughs> and just coughs up phlegm uh, uh, right in your face. Oh, well, oh. no, I don't care anymore. I'm going to hit somebody a smash attack <laughs> <laughs> and do my boxing. I want to try that out. I get an advantage right. anytime I do boxing, I All think. Right. And um, right, am I or am I making that up? I'm gonna check. I think that's probably right. Well, maybe that's just for checks, though. I guess strength, dexterity, constitution checks. Now, anyway, I just want to box, so uh, I want to roll and see what happens here. Alrighty. <clears throat> be better yeah you yeah. still got him though it's a 12 him. 12 to hit so you got him and and i trying that smash ability out <clears throat> and what does smash do it's an additional, additional 1d6. 1d6 damage okay. it'll smash the weapon if you're using a weapon that's why i didn't want to mm -hmm. use my hammer mm -hmm. um but if i was using an improvised weapon i can smash it so it's 1d6 plus 1d8 plus or no uh, 1d4 plus 3 unarmed Okay. And then 1d6. Yeah, that wasn't great. Oh, well, right. eight. So eight. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you catch him as he finishes that cough. His mouth is open and his head's down just a little bit. And you catch him like right in the open mouth. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and completely dislocate his jaw and he just slumps straight forward uh and he is down for the count it'll be a nasty dental bill yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then we go to uh, the bloodhound and chairman so is lucy the only threat currently active Lucy's the only one still up. Okay. Um, so the, I feel like the chairman, um, with the chairman attacks, it's a lot of sort of unintended consequences rather than me giving a command and the, the cat behave, you know, responding to my commands. 
Mm -hmm. But having finished um, toying with the the open wound of Nikau, I think it leaps up back on top of the car, mm -hmm. facing Lucy, covered in blood and hissing and howling. And the effect is that it's going to, I'm gonna, I would roll it as an intimidation if I okay. were to, to sure. maybe back her up into the corner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, in, intimidation is a charisma role. What's the cat's charisma? <laughs> zero. Or zero. ten. It is zero. a ten. Okay, yeah. So you just roll a straight 20. Okay. Uh, at advantage. Okay, so you, you'll click advantage. Okay. That worked. Ooh, there you go. See, that advantage helps you out there. Got a 19. All right, so she's going to roll a... I think intelligence <laughs> saving throw. Oop, that is not what I wanted. Oh, she got a one. <laughs> and she she says Fuck this and <laughs> and starts to stumble <laughs> towards the door over here. But she's moving slow. She she doesn't have much in her. Uh, so it goes to you then, uh, Bloodhound. Do we have any interest in interrogating her? Do I think, or keeping her around? <laughs> well, it's since it crossed my mind, I guess I will um, roll out from under the car. And while I'm doing that, I might as well pick up Little John's head and just. <laughs> Throw it at the back of her <laughs> to see if I can knock her out. Okay. <laughs> now I don't think you have improvised uh, weapons, so this is at a disadvantage. Uh, so when you roll this one, uh, you're going to roll a d20 uh, and then click disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so two. So you, gra you grab the head and just chuck it <laughs> and throw it out the door. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doc. Um, <clears throat> I just I just kind of stand in awe as the head kind of flies in front of me and past me <laughs> um, and make no other action. <laughs> this is not the kind of thing I usually do. <laughs> uh, babysitter. You're on mute. <laughs> Nobody can hear you, you dumbass. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> uh, so, can you... Throw me in the room because I cannot see where anybody. Oh, I'm at. sorry. I thought you were already in there. No, because <laughs> I drove through, but the door was there. We go. Okay. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, no, that's okay. Uh, so really, Lucy's the only one there. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get out of the car and just with gun drawn walk over to her and kind of 
pick her up by the shoulder and throw her on that couch. Okay. With the gun on her temple. All right. Now move you on over there. Go ahead and make a uh, a strength roll. Wait, what was that? It's, it's a D20 minus one. Yeah. Saw that. I was like, wait, so plus one. Yeah, that's alright. Yeah. You still got it. Yeah. 15. Alright, so you grab hold Chucker onto the couch. Yeah. Alright, so at this point the battle is pretty much done. You've kind of got her subdued and outnumbered. Uh, and from the other room, uh, a woman appears and, uh, she's a little bit heavy set, uh, and has kind of short cropped, uh, not quite shoulder length hair. Uh, and she says, who the fuck are you guys? Uh, and this is Raquel uh, from Pulp Fiction, uh, the uh, girlfriend of the wolf, uh, if you remember uh, who that is. It's uh, Rachel Sweeney from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> uh, and I think we'll probably call it there since, uh, since we're a little bit over time, but we'll pick up uh, from that moment uh, when we meet again in two weeks. All right. The real question is, is Mark's yep. coming back in two weeks? Mark's will be back. Oh, yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> you know, just making sure. Oh, yeah. I can All use right. that hammer. Well, right. I've been looking forward to this for a long time, guys. I, uh, I, I can't wait to see where we go with this. This uh, this will be fun. The, uh, the, the real trick to this particular system is the leveling up. Uh, and uh, at level one, you're you're pretty squishy, uh, but but you start ranking up, and then uh, your your health starts to get a little bit better uh, very quickly uh, as we go. So, uh, but for right now, we're lowly level ones, but uh, but that will soon change, I'm sure. So, but for now, good game, everybody. Okay, good game. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining us. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Good night, we'll everybody. Pick up. See you guys later. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.